Welcome to the Relationships Inside Out podcast with Drs. Gregory Sieber and Kimberly Murray, licensed marriage and family therapists. Join them on this journey as they explore the ins and outs of relationships. Well, welcome to Relationships Inside Out today, and we're going to be talking about gaslighting. I hear this term chucked around like it's candy. <laughs> that anytime someone says something we don't like, oh, they're gaslighting me. Yeah. We want to talk about what it actually is. Yeah, and in, in, in a literal sense, it's somebody engaging in some technique, and we'll go over some techniques to manipulate your sense of reality. Mm-hmm. And it came from, or traditionally comes from, um, a play in 1938 by Patrick Hamilton, um, and then that was turned into a film by Alfred Hitchcock called Gaslight. Mm-hmm. And in that film, the husband does things to make the wife feel like she's going insane. And one of those things is slowly dimming the gaslight. Um, and so that's, and because of that, and a lot of what was going on in that, that film and the, and the original play uh, really, I think, portrays what's happening with people who are manipulating. They use a lot of these techniques. So makes us question our own reality. It also diverts the responsibility, the attention, the pressure to back to the complaining partner. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I come to my partner with a concern, if he were to gaslight me, he would turn it then around on me. Yes. That's the pattern we see is I come mm-hmm. to someone with a concern and somehow it gets, we hear people say mm-hmm. like, it got flipped on me or it got turned on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really trying to manipulate a, a different narrative than from what you're observing. <laughs> and it makes you doubt yourself and second guess yourself. <laughs> and they, there's a lot of different techniques. So there's lying, there's uh, shifting the blame. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you're talking about. And the interesting thing about shifting the blame and how I see it come up is when I hear, you made me feel this way. I'm this way because mm-hmm. of you. I hear you that so often. are the reason why my symptoms are worse or whatever. And we all have said mm-hmm. some of these things to some intensity. We're talking about a, a very pervasive, persistent use of this mm-hmm. tactic um, as, as being something that's going to be damaging. Mm-hmm. It makes it so that we don't have that mutuality or mutual accountability in our relationship, in our space. Mm-hmm. Right. But what you said that was important, it's not just like here or there. We all use it here or there or have, mm-hmm. right? But it is this consistent pattern of behavior. No, Kim, I don't, I've never used it. I think it's just you. It's just me. Yep. Sky's pink. It is you. <laughs> I've never done this, Kim. I've never done that. How dare you think that I could ever do something like this? Oh my gosh. Why do I feel like I'm like transported <laughs> back into some previous relationships here? <laughs> so that was an example of gaslighting a little it, bit. <laughs> absolutely. It is this sense of, no, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. To where we even are in, our, are in our head thinking, am I wrong? Did that, did that happen? Mm-hmm. Wait, maybe they're right. God, I am a piece of shit. Yeah. It's Whatever abusive. It it's yeah. abusive. And they'll even bring in when this, do this tactic, bring in friends and try to shift the narrative with them. So it helps kind of corroborate the story. Right. Um, another thing is distraction. So even if you bring up and try to challenge this, they might shift the subject. Mm-hmm. Or, or, well, you made me feel this way. I only react this way because of how you react. If you just changed, we'd be fine. Or if I go to my partner and say, I felt hurt that you lied to me. Well, you lied to me this time. Or well, you're a bitch in this way, right? <laughs> so then we see them kind of change the dialogue we're having to, mm-hmm. oh, wait, I did do that. Oh, gosh, mm-hmm. maybe it is my fault. And we start yeah. going into this internal spiral of, my fault. Yep. God, it is on me. Mm-hmm. I only did it because you did it to me. Mm-hmm. If you just stopped, I wouldn't even be engaging in that. Mm-hmm. You see what you're turning me into? It's your fault. Yeah. Your fault. I, I do want to point out something here. We say like, you made me feel. 
Okay, this is one of my greater pet peeves as a therapist. We've talked about in previous sessions. I know, too, yeah. I know, but no one can make you feel anything here, people. Yeah. They yes. Might. They can influence you. They can elicit parts of you. Mm-hmm. But, and we'll talk more about this as we talk about tools to kind of overcoming gaslighting. But I have to say it, no one can make you feel any type of way. Just want to be real clear. Yeah. They could, they could influence it, but that puts a lot of power in that person too. It does. Yeah. But we also, I also want to acknowledge that in a case where you're being gas lit, I mean, this is very abusive and, and corrosive over time, especially again, if it's pervasive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crafty. Like the word I think of is crafty, right? Mm-hmm. It's done in a way that even if like we have great introspection, even if we have all of our wits about us, we know mm-hmm. what we're talking about, whatever it might be, it's done in a way that mm-hmm. is... <sighs> I think of another word for it, but is is again crafty, mm-hmm. is skillful. Yeah, it's manipulative. And the more we do it, the more practiced we get at it, mm-hmm. and the better we get at it. Unfortunately, yeah, it might be learned on from early on. How a lot of people tie to tie narcissism and gaslighting um, together, and there's some, definitely some overlap. There's some overlap, one but not the, always. Yeah, one of the key differences is a lot of the narcissistic uh, tendencies tend to be more uh, with self interest, mm-hmm. and gaslighting tends to be more about control and power mm-hmm. um more like in the abusive sense so they can go coexist um but someone who's narcissistic might use this frequently but just because someone's using it does not mean they're a narcissist exactly well mm-hmm. we throw narcissism around everywhere now but um <laughs> which we're going to talk about in future episodes <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so when you think about this think about for yourself if maybe you're experiencing this things that we feel are continually question our own reality, second guessing yourself um, and over long periods of time, low self-esteem. It might even show up as depression in our, in our, our rooms, right? In our shame, low self-worth, low self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it goes questioning b- ourselves. And it goes back to this narrative that's being instilled of you are the one to blame. You're the reason why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. You're the reason why we're fighting. You're the reason why we broke up, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, of kind of shifting that narrative of how you see yourself. And once that narrative kind of becomes absorbed, you know, you're going to have that narrative yourself. And this is where the low self-esteem comes. And, mm-hmm. and so thinking about that for yourself. I also think about it with parenting, right? It's not just between romantic partners, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. but also with parenting. Yeah. We see this show up with parents gaslighting their children. Parents doing this in front of their children and thus their children learn and pick it up and do it themselves when they're older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and with the parenting, like when I work with the adult, adult children and some of the things that I see when we go back to family history and they're like, yeah, I was always to blame. Anything that happened, it was my fault. Um, mm-hmm. And I look at how that now manifests and in their relationships, they think everything's their fault already. Like I'm the one to blame. They put so much on mm. it because that's the narrative that their parent gave through diffusing responsibility. And, and ultimately, I think about it as somebody who's gaslighting, they're not able to acknowledge their role in anything of the conflict or anything that was bad. It's diffusion of that responsibility to an extreme. Um, now, a lot of us, again, there's some normalcy and deflecting and, and some of these tendencies, but it's going to on a very continual, persistent mm. basis. I see it show up even in the subtle ways with parenting, right? So if my child were to come to me and say, you hurt my feelings or you made me sad or something of the sort, mm-hmm. kids say these things all the time. If I say, well, it's your fault. If you just listened to me, this wouldn't have happened. Or stop crying. No one wants to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Things like this. It tells the child, your emotions don't matter. Mm-hmm. Your perspective is wrong and you're bothersome, mm-hmm. right? If you yeah. had just 
not cried. If you had just done something different, mm-hmm. none of this would be happening. And Mommy wouldn't be mad if you didn't do you didn't do this. Yeah, or if you weren't born, right? That I've heard that before. Of uh, and and in their mind, the, the parents saying this, they think they're joking. Like, oh, child, you know how much mm-hmm. you know problems you cause me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other way I showed up in par- or see it show up in parenting is when they are labeling and telling the child how they feel mm. and what they want. Mm-hmm. That's a very, another similar. They're not sad. Mm-mm. This isn't a big deal. Yeah. Why are we crying over this? Yeah. Yeah. And that same language is in, in romantic relationships, right? True. You're just overreactive right now. Mm-hmm. You're very just, you're taking it too far. You're making a mountain out of a molehill. Can you just relax? Why is it such a big deal? Yeah. I don't understand. And the other thing too, is they can use loving words and compassionate words Oof. to gaslight, which is stuff like, you know, I would never purposely hurt you. How would you ever think that about me? Mm-hmm. You're smarter than this. Yeah. You're more intelligent to think that I would do something like this. It's, it's these subtle shifts in language, right? That then mm-hmm. we're in our head thinking, wait, mm-hmm. wait a second. If that's happening for you, that's probably gaslighting. Imagine we have people listening who engage in this but who also receive mm-hmm. this or both, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's transactional. Sometimes both partners at different points do it. Oh God. It's yeah. tough, it's but toxic. at the end of the day, it's really toxic, mm-hmm. right? And it can also, it's not just toxic if I say it to my child, but if they overhear it, mm-hmm. if I'm now doing it to other parts of my system, right? It can have mm-hmm. again, this ripple effect that goes outward. Yeah. And again, it goes back to, we have it in the relationships. We have a parent child. It can also happen at the institutional level. Mm-hmm. Look at it with like somebody who's, you know, the whistleblower, the institution, you're just, you know, you're, you haven't really been a good employee. Why don't you keep that to yourself? Yeah, you're causing, that big of a deal? It's not that big of a deal. You're causing too many problems. You know, you've been causing problems for a while. And, and quite frankly, I think a lot of this has to do with what you've created for yourself. I think about it from a female perspective women in the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. If they're a boss and they're direct, oh, you're so bitchy. Or if something bothers me, I've experienced this mm-hmm. myself. You're being overly sensitive. Yeah. You're, you're being emotional, Yeah. right? This is why women can't be in this role. Women are overly emotional. And we get this message of, if I have any feeling other than, mm-hmm. okay, yes, mm-hmm. compliancy, I must be bad. It's my fault. I am overreactive. How dare I have... Yeah. Any feelings or thoughts about this? And that's the pattern we, you see, regardless of being a relationship parent, is if the person who's being gaslit is asking themselves and questioning themselves, if I would have just done this, we would have been fine. Mm-hmm. And and really personalizing mm-hmm. what happened, then start asking yourself, is this gaslighting? I wish I'd never said anything. I wish mm-hmm. I'd never done that. Yeah. Then he wouldn't be mad. Then yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. It's then feeling mm-hmm. that regret for all of my thoughts, my mm-hmm. feelings, my actions, that maybe weren't malicious. Maybe it was me just sharing, hey, I felt hurt. But all of a sudden mm-hmm. now I'm going back in my brain of, why did I even tell him I was hurt? That guilt, the guilt of yeah. saying or speaking up. Um, and even in the workplace, like your performance is the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not responsible for your performance. That was on you. This is what we paid for you to do. And here's this person asking for support and some mm-hmm. guidance and, and needing that collaboration. And um, I mean, they you should have known themselves. how to do this. And question themselves, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you couldn't have expected me to pay you that. Are you kidding me? We didn't, you know, I mean, just. It's pervasive in our yeah. culture. But again, the difference here is sometimes we use it and don't even realize we're using it. Yeah. Versus when it's being used 
in a repeated pattern Mm -hmm. and the receiver of it is starting to feel those really harmful effects. Doubts, low Mm -hmm. self-esteem, maybe depression, things like that. Now, when we talk about what potentially to do, one of those is uh, hopefully, you know, go seek professional help if you, if you sense that this is happening. Individually and as a couple, if you can. If you can. Right. Yeah. Individually, for sure. Um, And to go work on how to establish boundaries. Mm -hmm. We have to put distance between ourselves and the person who's doing this and end that relationship. Quite frankly, end that relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do we put boundaries up? And I've seen when in couples relationships, when the partner who's being victimized puts boundaries up, it's, it's, it causes a lot more response and reaction from the gaslight. The volatility definitely goes up. It's like a rabid dog in a cage because now walls are going up and as it gets tighter and tighter, they just are getting more and more, um, mm-hmm. quite frankly, in my volatile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because now I have to take accountability. Now I can't manipulate mm-hmm. my way out of the situation. Now yeah. we both have some control. Well, we're not removing, just me. Exactly. So you're removing this mm-hmm. control and power that is designed from the gaslighting by putting boundaries up. And now they're losing that control. And now they're, you know, losing themselves in that sense of mm-hmm. they don't know how to handle it. And and the boundaries are so important for yourself and your own well-being. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve to be in that situation. Truth. Whether it's, you know, in a romantic relationship or in a workplace. Gaslighting, when I think about it, sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes we know exactly what we're doing Mm -hmm. and other times it's not intentional, right? We picked it up at home. We don't have other tools of communicating this. We didn't Mm -hmm. know better, right? If we don't know better, we can't do better. It's so natural. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in either case, you can get support to shift it. If Mm -hmm. you want to shift it, this puts a lot of Mm -hmm. onus on the partner who has the control to want to relinquish control, to want to change. Mm -hmm. You may not be able to get your partner get your partner right yeah. to change. They have to want to change. Yeah. And that's not your job to change them. No. And, and I have a situation with couples where I labeled and, and provided psychoeducation on gaslighting. And, and sometimes I'll even use the language against them and just say, can I role play here and use some of the language you have? Mm-hmm. And I just want to get your experience of what's going on for you. And once they realize what it's doing, they might stop because that's, you know, somebody who's not using it intentionally like, Oh my God. And they might've learned it. Um, but then there's some that you do that. And, and I can tell, cause they like, don't respond and they automatically diffuse responsibility of how they feel on and distract from that um, right to mm-hmm. what their, what their partner did wrong. In the case, your partner doesn't want to change, won't change. This is not a sustainable or healthy relationship pattern. It's not, which is a brutal reality, right? That, and w- as I'm thinking through this, like what's hard too is, okay, if I'm sitting here and I'm recognizing, shoot, my partner's gaslighting me. Then I try to set up boundaries. They're going to fight those boundaries tooth and nail. <laughs> so now we're back to gaslighting. Yeah. And can I still hold them even when my partner's saying that those limits are dumb or wrong mm-hmm. or bad or whatever it might be? Yeah. Getting out of this pattern is probably one of the more difficult ones to get out of, to be honest. It is. And, and something that's really important in doing that and setting the boundaries and removing yourself is really trying to understand the safety, safety for yourself and the person who's gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Um, do they become suicidal? Do they have those thoughts? That, you know, some of the, mm-hmm. sometimes I see them use suicide as a way to manipulate their partner too. Oh, yeah. Um, and, just making sure that we have the resources like emergency services for a welfare check. It's not your job to control their well-being or mm-hmm. to be responsible for their well-being. Um, but the things that we can do when setting boundaries and holding them are have emergency services do a welfare check or call the crisis line in your state or country or if, if there's one set up. Um, it's more common than we might think, right? When yeah. we're especially going through like a breakup, if you leave, I'll kill myself. 
Yes. It's your fault. I can't live without you. You're making me do this. It's back to that codependency piece. Like there's an error of that in there. Yeah. But it really is that manipulation. So then I feel like, well, now mm-hmm. I got to stay. Well, I'm doing this to them. Puts a lot of responsibility on, on that person. And it's not your responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's not a responsibility for the other person's well-being, but we can support that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of these things that can show up in like these really big ways. Like we were just talking about really subtle yeah. little ways. Phrases like relax. Okay. Relax. Or if you could just calm down, (laughs) we don't think about it, but those can Mm -hmm. be really gaslighting for people of Mm -hmm. you're right. If I could just calm down, this would be better, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how, Oh gosh. And I feel terrible. I'm embarrassed. I feel shame. I feel guilt, whatever Mm -hmm. it might be. These subtle sentences have Mm -hmm. a line of gaslighting to them. And we don't even notice that is happening because it's not always this big egregious comment that we think of. Yeah. And, and in cases, you know, maybe somebody does need to calm down, but that never really works. So we have to change our language a little bit of- <laughs> Never use that sentence. <laughs> yeah. I, I like I like curiosity. Like what's going on for you? I noticed that this is very stressful. I can sense mm-hmm, a lot of stress mm-hmm. or you're experiencing a lot of stress. Like help me understand what's going on. Um, it's not telling them that they need to calm down. Like they're the problem. It's There's really- something I can to do to support. Understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, accepting your influence in the dynamics if there are, if there are any, um, mm-hmm. to some extent. Like I, I can see how I said this might've affected you or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the other ahead. thing, the other thing too, is that taking evidence over time of the reality, you know, so that you can look back after you separate yourself from yourself um, and using that evidence to challenge those narratives that have been, you know, trying that try to get pounded into you um, mm-hmm. through the person who's gaslighting. With evidence, I talk about writing it down mm-hmm. because if Generally. we just lean on our brain to remember it, remember your brain's getting manipulated. So it's not going to free recall the rational and reasonable thinking. Yeah. So write it down, mm-hmm. keep a journal, keep a thought log, keep affirmations, daily gratitudes, things that remind you, actually, I am a good person. Mm-hmm. I am doing these things well mm-hmm. and I'm hurt, right? It allows mm-hmm. for our brain to see and hold both. I'm not the only one responsible mm-hmm. for why this fight happened, mm-hmm. even though my partner or parent you know, mm-hmm. if, um, or workplace has told me I'm the problem. Know that you're not. Any relationship, any dynamic, there's always more than one person. True party that plays an influence. Now, one might have more influence than the other, depending on what happened, but everyone plays a role and we could have changed or adapt what we do. Right? We don't have control over what other people do, but we have control over what we do. So if we can find a way to adapt, and that includes both parties in these things. So reminding ourselves, mm-hmm. I'm not the only one responsible, mm-hmm. right? There were things said on this side that um, could have been done better as well. I really encourage the parents that are listening. If you're engaging those comments I was talking about earlier, break that cycle. Work hard to break that cycle because your pattern of gaslighting, while it seems subtle or even the phrase like, boys don't cry, boys mm-hmm. aren't sad, right? It sets them up from our pattern of belief for when they're older too. So they're going to struggle mm-hmm. in the same way. Really shift those. It's much mm-hmm. easier, at least from my stance, for parents to shift it when kiddos are young than to wait and try to shift it in a partnership where it's happening. Yeah. So if we can shift it at that early stage, mm-hmm. invite the feedback, right? A big one in our household, right? Is our daughter will say like, you hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. If I'm inside, there are times inside where I'm like, oh Lord, here we go again. <laughs> because it's things like, you need to go to bed. Mom, that makes my feelings sad. <laughs> okay, right? 
And I can say, we go to bed every night. It's no big deal. Just go. Why are you mm. arguing? Or I can say, I can see that's disappointing. I would be disappointed mm. too, right? It's just that subtle shift. Yeah. It lets her know that she's validated and she's still going to bed. Yeah. Right? Emotionally attuning is what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as parents, I really mm-hmm. challenge you to tackle this when they're little mm-hmm. or at whatever stage they're at. So that when they're adults, it's not as difficult to overcome. Yeah. And, and in general, I mean, just long periods of this uh, being gaslit is very damaging to one's self-esteem. So that's another thing to work on is mm-hmm. independently work on a self-esteem. How do I find things that I love about myself and how do I reshift that narrative that I've been told that I'm the problem um, and find, again, going back to what you're saying, evidence that I am a good person. I am lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the person who's always at fault. I'm not just a burden. I don't just think of self-esteem of the, the receiver of it, but also the one who's gaslighting, right? It tells me a lot. If someone's a gas, say a gaslighter, I'm, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's a real term, but if they're the gaslighter in the sure. situation, I think about they're probably feeling insecure in some level, Mm -hmm. not always, but maybe they feel insecure. So accepting responsibility feels way too threatening for their system. And thus they have to reject Mm -hmm. all responsibility. And so then they lean on Mm -hmm. this gaslighting as a way of self-preservation, right? Yeah. Not that it's an excuse, but I also think about that there, right? If the Mm -hmm. person is gaslighting, if we can't take responsibility, if we are always blaming the other, Mm-hmm. That tells me you've got your own stuff to work out too. Yeah. And with couples, um, if I pick up some of these tendencies, especially like the ones that don't really know what they're doing it, and I see it, I break down a lot of times that fear of being wrong and not having control and that- Or being they, rejected or seen. They, and if they don't, they're going to be rejected or left, right? This mm-hmm. idea that I need control and power because if not, they're going to see me for how mm-hmm. I see myself potentially, low self-esteem or- they're going to leave me or I'm going to fail, right? There's like maybe a potential reason for this need for control. Um, and, and I see that come up when we break it down. Cause I really want to understand the emotions behind, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you said you're making a mountain of a molehill, it tells me that you're uncomfortable. What are you uncomfortable with and breaking it mm-hmm. down? And, and, and hopefully depending on where they're at and in their need um, to gaslight or not, or diffuse responsibility, they're able to kind of recognize, well, I just, I'm afraid that they're going to think that I'm um, incompetent or something right Mm -hmm. now, of course, somebody who's gaslighting pervasively and and is very manipulative. They're just going to diffuse my questions and things like that. And that's where I get a good sense of, okay, they're not willing to even go down and acknowledge their role. And in that case, yes, they might be insecure. They might be hurting, but it doesn't mean you have to stay and take it. No, no. even though they say that you have to, right? Yeah. That's where it's tricky again, is like setting those boundaries, the leaving the, the saying, I won't do it anymore. That's when gaslight ramps up, not goes down, right? People don't love mm. boundaries anyway, but especially here. Yeah. And, and it ramps up when you put boundaries and yeah, it's, it's, it's very tough because it's manipulative and it's designed to put doubt in your mind and your perception. And so how do you ever make the decision to fully leave? If I have doubt of well, could I have done something differently? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really a, the design almost, right? Mm-hmm. Or if I've already got that narrative, I've grown up with the narrative of, I suck, I fail, mm-hmm. I am too emotional, I'm too this, that, or the other. Someone's affirming that narrative, right? They're not creating a new one for me all the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're affirming and I'm like, geez, they're right. Mm-hmm. All right, if my parents, the people who are supposed to love me the most say this, 
and now my husband or my partner saying this, I mm-hmm. really must be a piece of shit. Yeah. Or, or finding a partner where that's happening um, on a very unconscious level because mm-hmm. that's the norm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm used to being blamed. Like, I, you know, as a child, I was told it was always my fault. Mm-hmm. I've heard those exact words mm-hmm. in, in session. So. And so it's familiar. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Not positive or pleasant, but yeah. we tend to attract and lean into relationships that are familiar to our patterns mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And so kind of just to kind of recap things to potentially do, set the boundaries, but do it with professional help. Because when we're setting boundaries, we have to understand and assess the safety in, in doing so, your safety, potential kids if they're... Mm-hmm. Um, this volatility probably will go up. It will go up. And um, working with tools around self-esteem, um, having evidence for yourself that that's counter to the narrative that's being um, forced upon you. Mm-hmm. And if you're the gaslighter, and this is something you want to change, keeping that openness to change, mm-hmm. getting that professional help, really getting some coaching on how to shift your own thoughts, your own mm-hmm. behaviors or words so that you can learn new tools, right? If we know how to do better, we can do better. Mm-hmm. So get those tools if you don't have them. Yeah. This has been Relationships Inside Out, where today we focused on gaslighting. Um, if anyone has any questions or concerns or um, topic suggestions, please always feel free to reach out at relationshipsinsideout at gmail.com. Um, as a reminder, especially as we talk about things like gaslighting, where it can show up in abuse, if you are in abuse or crisis, please reach out to your crisis line or 911 mm-hmm. um, to get the support that you need safely. We thank you all for being here and we'll see you next week. Thanks.